welcome back to Simple Beauty, the podcast. I am your host, Miss August, and I am a beauty professional with over a decade worth of experience as a model, a visual consultant, and also a makeup artist. This is the place where we all come to explore, examine, and enlighten ourselves on the ever-changing evolution of beauty. And we don't just sit here and talk about makeup. Uh-uh. We try to make ourselves over from the inside. So get ready for some tomfoolery, some truth, some theories, some tea, some tricks. I'm some triggers, baby. Let's go. So this week on Beauty is in, we are discussing the beauty of worship. To me, this is such a sensitive topic. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. The subject of worship, I believe, has to be guided by the Spirit, which I totally understand why you like. Hold on. You gave me questions. Understood. It has to be organic. <laughs> exactly. But there's such a science and a formula to everything that you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whether you're a makeup artist like me, whether you are a singer, a worship leader like mm-hmm. you, it's such an art and a science behind everything Absolutely. that you do. And people don't realize that when you called, you called. I, listen. You have the equipment naturally. You literally have the, the unction mm-hmm. when you are called. So the science behind it can actually just be what it is, science. But the more I began to grow in the okay. Lord and grow in God, I realized that navigating through those those encounters with him is something that you really can't deflect from. It holds you accountable. Worship holds you accountable. You literally are surrendering your soul, surrendering yourself to, to God. Each time. Each and every time. And mm-hmm. it shows up so different and so mightily just depending on what you may be going through at the time or what you may have just came out of. I mean, I'm just, I'm enamored by people who are in your space that can guide people to mm-hmm. that type of glory. I feel like your calling can literally be the taste of somebody going to Christ or running from him. Yes, exactly. Today we have Jamil Evans here, who is an accomplished progressive worship leader, songwriter, producer, and forthcoming author, Catch It. In 2005, he formed Worship Forever, a highly energetic praise and worship group that literally have performed internationally. He is known and recognized and have been in front of your faves, beside your faves, sung with your faves, and he is the fave. Mm-hmm. I'm a stand. I stand worship forever <laughs> in John Mill Evans. He knows that. So you have seen him in your living rooms on BT. You have literally seen him on iTunes, charting, charting. billboard. So I'm excited. I'm grateful. And I'm so thankful that you are here with us, John Mill Evans. Thank you. Listen, I'm excited to be here. I, I literally got up today with a new level of just like joy, Yay. just having the experience to come in here, meet with you, and you know, just also have a chance to, and a platform to express my heart in a different kind of way. Yeah, I think podcasting is so progressive because you get to speak. Yeah, yeah, and I think at this juncture and the just the space that we found ourselves in, I think people are really hungry for information yeah. about how that when the pandemic is over like how do I really approach things in a new and a fresh way so I think that this platform and what you're doing is so vital for this time so thank you exactly I'm excited I'm excited so y'all already here with y'all info we're going to play oh good I already have your game if you could okay so if you could y'all know how this game goes he doesn't know the questions but I do. So are you ready? I'm ready. Fun stuff. I'm ready. I'm ready. If you could magically become fluent in a language, what would it be? Oh, it would be German. Oh, why? 
Come on, I, carry I mean, on. Just, <laughs> You're the first person to say German. I done had French. <laughs> I, listen, I just have always been like obsessed with the sound of the actual language. I mean, I think it's um, there's a beauty to it. Like, no, it is very aggressive and it's very hard, but at the same time, I think like it's assertive too. And I, I just love people who are seem extremely assertive. I mean, assertive and you know, just aggressive in everything that they do to make sure you know they're present. So I love it. That yeah. was a yeah. good one. Yeah. See, we having fun already. <laughs> oh, here we go. If you could world tour with any artist, who would it be and why? Uh, Chris Brown, absolutely. <laughs> Laid up while you're tripping, babe. Hey, yeah. tell me if you I want mean, it. Cause of, I mean, I mean, send the place into a full worship before that man come yes. out there. I mean, literally, I would. Like, I absolutely would. Because I think that there is, like, an element of heart to what Chris Brown does as an uh, artist. Now, I'm listen, nice. it's passion, it's lovemaking, it's all of that kind of, it's that crazy stuff. But at the same time, I believe that when he gets down into actually talking about the relevance of love yeah. and you know being connected to somebody you really really desire yeah. oh my goodness it's crazy and how much more does that translate to what we do in in worship and in yeah. gospel music where we have to completely express our desire yeah. and our love after god so yeah absolutely yeah i still play the first cd yeah listen i, I absolutely Whoa. adore <laughs> Adore Chris Brown, what he's doing, like even at this time. And of course, you know, people have ups and downs and stuff like that. But I mean But what in the human? Yeah, it's it's 2021 Saints and Sinners tour, Jarmel Evans and Worship Forever and Chris Brown. I mean, I mean, somebody write it down. <laughs> let's bring the saints and the sinners together and let's do it. Let's do it big. The saints it. is at the Chris Brown concert the, the, already. Listen, and they're not in the back, okay? They, 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 they have their that, thing. I got that front row like that. They have they have their VIP thing. Yes. They have their meet yeah, and greet. They're ready. Man, listen. I wonder how meet and greet's gonna go in the future. Mm, that sucks, right? Listen, don't don't touch me. Okay, we okay. still playing if you could, if you could. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wrote that question twice. I must really want to know that. So you said, Jeremy, if you could delete all but three apps on your phone, what would they be? Oh, my goodness. All but three apps. All but three okay, apps. Okay, I got to keep my messenger. Got to keep my Instagram. You are so mature because um, nobody said messenger. Oh, but yeah, I got I to gotta keep my messenger. I got to keep my Instagram. That's so personal. And um, I guess my phone app, like to actually be able to communicate. communicate. With, yeah. Yeah, that's important to me. See, that was, that was the most mature three apps that, that I ever heard. Like, important that's me. all you need your phone for, though. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm really still kind of, like, having an issue with the fact that some people won't call you. I'm like, okay. Man. Now, text message is cool. You know, I'm glad you like the picture yeah. on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes, you, like, I, I don't I don't, I don't, want us to get away from, like, being able to tangibly touch and feel like people at the yeah. same time. And I think that that takes away when everything is just a responsive text message. Yeah, I, yeah. I, can't, I get a little aggy when um, people over 30 tell me that they only want to be communicated through yeah. text. I don't want to communicate with you. Exactly. And I don't want to communicate with you in shorthand either. Actually write out what you're saying. Because no, I'm not no, keeping seriously. up with acronyms and all emojis. It's I'm not distasteful. Doing it. Yeah, because it's, it's just so many of them. So, like, what, what's happening? And if we got to bust down and write a paragraph, I don't want to see yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because there's no commas, there won't no be periods. indentation. It's, it's, it's giving none of that. It's gonna be two sentences, not five to seven. It's, We're in the school. Listen, I love it. Okay, one more. 
Okay. If I'm you ready. could teach a class on one thing, what would it be? Uh, it would be worship. Boom. Yeah. I mean, I, I Just don't look think, forward to yeah. all things worship yeah. with y'all. I mean, I that, mean. Is, that is for me. It yeah. is literally all things worship. You know, because I think that I can kind of like uh, facilitate that class with making sure that I incorporate all the other elements and what brings that together. Yeah. So you're going to touch all of that other stuff as well, because yeah. it's important to make sure that you look appropriate when you're presenting the gospel. See what I'm saying? I mean, so many things, but we'll probably get into that. We're so actually going to start die. there. No, let's start so, there. Yeah. Let's, let, well, let's start at the levels. Okay. There are levels. Let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Are some like what do you think are some of the key components to mm-hmm. lead in worship? I think first of all, you've got to check your heart in real life. One uh-huh. of the things that I was so excited about being able to open up in conversation and tell people, please go listen to this podcast and follow it, not just because I'm there, but because of the topic that you're opening up. Yeah. Because so many people are kind of like unaware that even the concept of the how you're tackling beauty, which has something to absolutely do with every aspect and every component of a person's life. You know, yeah. you want to be beautiful in every area. Mm-hmm. You know, not just aesthetically, but you want your heart beautiful. That's right. You want your deeds beautiful. You want all of those things to be beautiful. Yeah. But I think the that one of the key components to making sure that you can do what you need to do as a worship leader is checking your heart. A lot of singers have transitioned over to being what we call like those placement worship leaders, even inside of their ministries. Wow. To be a worship leader and to be a gospel artist are two different things. Very true. You know, and that calling is absolutely different. You know, singing the gospel, the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is what you're promoting. And it is for and unto the power of salvation for people. But when you're leading worship, That's it is right. literally drawing people out of their old man into their new man and understanding that their life, that their song, that yeah. everything that they give to the Lord is sacrifice. Yeah. So now at that point, it becomes complete and total surrender on every level. Yeah. And it starts right there Absolutely. at the heart. I, I love the fact that you said check your heart because that resonates in so many areas. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I actually was the person that said, I'm going to call my podcast Simple Beauty. Yeah. Because it's so simplistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so simplistic. Mm-hmm. And once you guide yourself mm-hmm. and you say, you know what? Everything's not worth all of the hubbub. It's, it's so simple. It's it so is. simple to just be selfless. Yeah. It's simple mm-hmm. to be guided mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit and say, I am what I am. Mm-hmm. Accept me for what I am. But I'm always going to be a work in progress. And so you got to get out of that, you know, that tug of war with will. You know what I'm saying? Woo! I think we have, a, yeah. we have a really, really, really hard time with saying, let me give up my own. Per-. Because you will always think what you have, you know, kind of set up in your mind is always greater than what God has for you, but it can never be. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine telling the creator of all things, you know, and like all things beautiful and amazing and great that you have a better plan than him? Yeah. You know, just by looking around, you can see the plan that he has would be greater. It's massive. It's big. And so I think that when we get out of that tug of war and that struggle of will, like we'll really receive what we need to, you know, from the Lord at all. Yeah, and that's why information is so important. Mm -hmm. And I I say all the time, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the more I dive into the Bible, and at this point I'm really diving into the Quran, and I'm going to be very honest. Y'all heard what I said. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been diving into it because I want more information from Mm -hmm. God. God, what else are you saying around Mm -hmm. me that I'm missing? Mm -hmm. What else are you saying around me that I have a low understanding Mm -hmm. for? And so to be humble in that area, to say that I just really don't know what I don't know Mm -hmm. and begin to seek that 
-hmm. and want that, I think it's so important. So like you said, that will, mm -hmm. that will is yeah. really where it, it transmutes. I want to go and start, I want to dial it back again. Okay. Because when did you know you were called to be a worship mm. leader? See, I think uh, when I was younger, um, I was going to Greater Mount Calvary, Holy Church, a really, you know, massive, impactful church. My church. And yes. <laughs> My people. Mass, 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 like just impactful church, you know, growing up in that ministry, yeah. um, I, was, I was singing songs. And, and at that particular time, my mom was like, I really feel like there's something a little deeper for you. And I think that this had to be oh, when I was talk about your yes, much younger, yeah. you know, um, and she, you know, I started to kind of like pray and I felt like the Lord was taking me in a different direction. So I had to be somewhere around the, I guess, the good age of maybe like 15 when I was mm. really developing like true relationship with God through worship. Yeah. And so at that point, I believe that's when the transition came because I wanted to be Tevin Campbell. I was going to be, listen, it was now giving that, Can We Talk. That is it. It was like, that's it, it. it was giving all, I was like, oh, I'm going to be, and I'm going to get my mother out of the hood. Yeah. You know, that was the, the concept of what it was, but the Lord literally that, Because had, that was the talent. You yeah. said, I know I had the talent. I know I know how to sing. Yeah. And, and the, you said, oh, and, I'm going for the gust style. It, and I wanted to soar. You know, I was like, Ooh. I'm going to soar. I'm going to soar. And I really, realized that literally going, you know, abasing myself and, you know, pulling back to see what the will and the purpose of God for yeah. my life was, was going to be greater than anything. So there was BET Teen Summit. There was, you know, travel all over. You know, so yeah. it was like, it was, I was still integrated down in the world of the arts and traveling and doing things from a very young age, but I could always tell that there was something different and significant about where God wanted to take me. Yeah. You said something about soaring. Mm -hmm. You wanted to soar. Mm -hmm. Was that you saying that I wanted to soar on the platform of being a music artist? Yeah. And being like in the world, like for me, it was right. kind of like, you know, if I, I mean, there were so many opportunities that came again out of even being at BET Teen Summit, right. um, just with meeting Lauren Hill and Chris Stokes, of course, who you know who's responsible for Ooh, Immature and all of that. Yeah, oh, I mean, all I know. of you know, it was it was just it was so crazy. So um, all of these people, Babyface, LA Reed, I mean, wow. all of these people, and there was a young lady there named Fran Tolliver who I love so much, and if I find her, if you listen to this podcast, you're out there. I need to find you, but she was okay, one I'm of the producers, <laughs> one of the producers there, and you know she literally would push me and throw me in front of like all of those major artists she wanted me to do that so badly wow. she was like i'm gonna push her i think your talent is great and she really made um you know it her bit you know business along with cedar milam to you know just kind of push me you know and but my mom she literally saw something greater and it was like i'm, I'm gonna make sure that while you're doing this your soul can be kept as well yeah you know so what was she doing well, um, Cedar or Mom? Your mama. Okay, well, as see, Mom is... soul workers, though, oh, we got to talk goodness. about her because yeah. we can't even have you on this podcast for the first time right. and not bring her into mom conversation. Mom is everything. I mean, she is literally the prayer warrior of all prayer warriors. Um, she yeah, is going to she's gonna make sure that I know that she's supporting every single thing that I'm yeah. doing as long as it is according to what is going to push me closer to my purpose. Because, see, a lot of people have a problem with telling us the truth if they feel like it's going to disconnect connect us from liking them. But my mm. mom is not one of those kinds of people. Yeah. She wants to make sure that your purpose and what you've been called to do in the earth is made. So she's going to tell you stuff even if you don't like the I way like you're here. So, yeah. And so that's what she was doing. She was like, do the work. Be benevolent. Be ready for every good work. You know, be that kind of person. Trust God. Know him for yourself. Understand him for yourself. Because it's only but so long we can live vicariously through other people's wor um, worship relationship with the Lord. No. Yeah. And when did you realize that you had that shift in your relationship with the Lord? 
Lord. Because mm -hmm. I, I, in my opinion, I believe, you know, most of us were dragged to God because we had to go to church. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And we had to go down the aisle because we felt mm -hmm. like we wanted to go. So mm -hmm. sometimes that happened that people were eight. It happened mm -hmm. to me at eight and 13. Right. And then I really went at 16 like, this is it. Yeah, I know it. The Lord. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I need him. So I remember that encounter with him saying that, okay, this mm -hmm. is no longer the relationship that my mother or mm -hmm. my grandmother forced me to have. Mm -hmm. When did you have that encounter? It, like, it was college. It was 2020. Ooh. I have Bethune. I have all yes, Bethune Cookman mm -hmm. College. That. Yes, <laughs> Bethune Cookman College, which is now the university. I'm so happy about yeah, the accreditation. Y'all awesome. go. But the thing is, is that um I went away to college. So now I was coming from underneath of my God brothers and sisters who poured into me so greatly yeah. at Greater Mount Calvary Holy Church. Yeah. So now you gotta walk out, you know, in a sense what you've been. <clears throat> excuse me, what you've been taught. Yeah. So I'm in college. I'm learning more about like who I'm becoming, what I'm becoming in God. And, you know, it, it really challenged me to say, are you really saved? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Are you really called to do this work? Are you going to stay committed to the purpose of God over your life? So I think the definitive shift happened there. And that's when I knew I was going into you know, being an actual worship artist, where leading worship and making sure that everything remained Godward was something that I wanted to do with the rest of my life. I love that. So now you're out of college and mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out what worship forever is. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that oh, because that, I don't have the story. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure people want it. Yeah, yeah, man. Worship forever How is literally... Uh, that is a baby that, like, I think that in pushing it out must have been the simplest thing I've ever done. Like, we think about labor. No, look, I can't <laughs> wait to you express. I had yeah. a baby in the car, Jarvis. Yeah. See, that's what I, and look, my mom had me on the couch. She could not even she get could, out of the house. I mean, it house. was that crazy. I didn't want to leave. So that labor situation yeah. um, for me wasn't difficult at all. Like, it, I could feel it being the tangible, palpable like expression of what God wanted me to. A water birth. Yeah, yeah. It, it really was. Yeah. It, it was very simple. It came, you know, straight into being. And a lot of people who I thought would not, you know, kind of support the situation really did. Yeah. So I really don't have those growing pains like that. Well, you know, that awesome. other people, you know, have. I don't have a horror story about the start of it. And the same people who were ministering with me almost 15 years ago when I started that group are still ministering with me right now. Shout out to Worship Forever. Y'all yeah. get me up, up. Yes, they I are. I go in and incredible. Whenever I hear you guys, I'm. I mean, shout out to you guys. If I could fit all y'all in here, mm. we're gonna figure that out. And okay. I wanna, and I want to just say this because it was like so cool. That started at Howard University. We Howard University. Howard gospel, is the go. Yes. That Howard gospel University choir. Gospel choir. I was a part of yes. it. <laughs> I love it. They are so incredible in my heart. They had asked us to do, they had asked us to, asked me to lead worship, sorry, wow. for a service that they were having for Thanksgiving. And I went to go lead the service for Thanksgiving, which turned into the next engagement of Worship Forever at the University of College Park, um, um, Maryland University of College Park, opening for Ty Tribbett. This was, and this is when Ty Tribbett was like, Man. I mean, he's still hot, but like Ty Tribbett was just coming, everybody's trying to, I mean, it's and literally over 2,000 people on. there our second engage. I mean, wow. it was crazy. So God really, you know, increased us, you know, very quickly. And we started from there. Um, we went on to start, uh, I started pulling them over to help me lead worship for um, Prophetess Juanita Bynum. And um, the, uh, so that like a global destiny. So all of it, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy,
crazy journey out straight out the gate. God blessed us. I love it. So what do you see next happening with how you want to take worship forever up? Oh, yeah. Um, I think we're working on this second album is one of the greatest experiences that I'm going into with them because the previous one, I kind of wow. wrote the project by myself. OK, um, I put it together with a couple of producers. But this time it's a collaboration with the group. Of oh. which they've grown so much as oh, writers. That, yeah, 15 years. Yeah, That's they've awesome. grown so much as writers, as singers. They've grown so much as producers, like vocal producers. Like they, I mean, it's going to be a really, really co um, incredible collaboration. So I'm so excited about that. It's, yeah. it's going to be awesome. I, I, you know I can't wait for yeah. it. I, let me tell you something about me. I still listen to, <laughs> the song was in my spirit this morning. I still listen to, you were doing a feature, what's my baby, was Season sure. Change? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You see how that just snuck up out of yeah. nowhere? Like, I'm telling you, holy, when they got there, I, yeah. I go, oh. Oh, my God. Sean Tillery and Change. Yeah. Sean Tillery and Change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So many great. And that's so many great. So and I mean, it just came out of nowhere. Like, it was in, like, what is that? Shuffle, on Shuffle. Shuffle, Shuffle. And it came out. No, I said, hold on. Right. Hold on. This is my song. <laughs> What's happening? And it was I, so good. I think I played it, like, 30 times. And I just worship I all over the I house. I love it. Like, I really love, like, what I've been able to do and what I've been able to accomplish, even with some of the local artists that we have here. I think some of that stuff is greater than anything I could probably ever do with someone else because it's so honest. And we're such the tastemakers. Yeah. Like DC, like whatever, whatever venue we find mm -hmm. ourselves in, wherever the people go, the talent is right here. Oh my God. And we and literally they have to come here for almost everything. Yeah. And I tell As people. As they that. should. Yeah, yeah. It's giving makeup artists, mm -hmm. it's it's giving musicians, mm -hmm. everything. Whatever it is that you need, like people that are in marketing, whatever like even down to running the world no, where you yeah. have people that are like here yeah. literally making decisions as to where this country is going. Yeah. You got to come here. See, the so. DC, we are the tastemakers. <laughs> and up. it is what it is. Yeah. And I actually adore it because I'm like, I know so many talented people. And that's why it was important for me to, when I started to reach out for podcast guests, I said, why jump into people DMs and mm -hmm, do all of that mm -hmm, crazy stuff mm -hmm. that people do for notoriety when I'm literally sitting around an ecosystem that I can transmute amazing yeah. content with right yeah. here. So I just started looking at, but like random people. See, mm -hmm. now hold on, you're a big deal. Okay. Let's be clear. Stop it. No, seriously. No, you're you're a big deal. You know because. I mean, you you have God's voice within you. Listen, you know what I'm saying? And you, that. you're worship. Oh worship, 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 worship. But when I'm talking about like business women, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, I'm like, hold on. I know these people. Yeah, yeah. I had dinner with these people. It's giving a phone I call I'm going to find these people. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so good. And so that, so we're the tastemakers. And that's mm -hmm. on that. And so as, as God expands this platform, I'm excited that I started with the ecosystem around yeah. me. So I want to talk about worship now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. post pandemic okay and how how you feel like that's gonna go i mean i think that what has happened for us is it's caused the the whole concept and like the the whole area of worship to actually grow Man. you know this has pushed people to actually grow even as worship leaders yeah. because now what you're finding is that a lot of things have gone to virtual or digital experiences yeah. with your church yeah. with no audience yeah do you get what i'm saying yeah so you have nobody to feed off of you have nobody to say go ahead and sing you cannot hear you know that rumble that comes from worship when people really kind of start to fall into those encounters so i think afterwards i think worship leaders are actually coming back stronger than they ever have before i feel I 
feel that. like people are going to find themselves around a real, you know, system of being in those encounters with God without yeah. needing help. Yeah. Because even when you've been at home, you had to force yourself to push past the fact that you're watching somebody on a computer and not they're not there live yeah. in that experience. You're not standing shoulder to shoulder yeah. with your brother and sister in worship. So it's even caused them, you know, those who are watching, you know, front, you know, through the computer to grow at a, at a, at a new level. Yeah. So the worship leaders grow and the people around you because you can't really transmute that energy mm -hmm. anymore. So I, I, I dang. That's but it's gonna be good. Yeah. I, I just wanted. I I just can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think. Oh, it's what, gonna erupt. It's going Woo. to be such an erupt when people get Woo. back into being able to stand next to another person who has been building their heart the same way that they have, and then that. Because see, that's the whole thing about worship. It is a it is a collaborative thing that you're doing with someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's why when you stand there and you hear that clapping together, or when people are lifting worship together, yeah. at the same, it's nothing. like like yeah, and that two or three is a real thing. Yeah, when really they is. gather, yes, that's it. I mean, listen, listen. That's why I said the it's people come up not. in a circle with just three, four people, yeah. and you'll be like, "How? Yeah. Why? How is this sticking here?" But it's that's agreement. I love it's that. agreement, and when agreement happens in the natural or in the spirit, like it doesn't, it literally brings everything absolutely together with a synergy that cannot be broken. Yeah, I want to. I, I got to understand this because I'm not a worship leader. Couldn't be one, mm, okay? Mm. I know how to do my ones and twos <laughs> from the seat. I will tear that seat down. Right. But I'm not getting up there. I'm not touching mm. that mic, mm -hmm. okay? I want to go into the after effects of okay. worship. I feel like, in, from my opinion, it's such a daunting task to be a pastor, mm. prepare a message, deliver that message, and then what God gave you, it just all came out. Mm -hmm. So that emptiness... Mm -hmm is what I'm calling like how you could like decompress. Like, so how do you decompress from that and begin to refill yourself mm -hmm. after an, an encounter like that? I mean, this is just such a difficult, um, you know, uh, question for me only because I feel like everybody that it, like even worship leaders would not agree with what I would say. Okay. That's and that why is that you don't, you. you don't, you don't. My mind. Now, yeah, why is see, that? That was a good one. See, I wasn't the expecting thing is, that. Is that people have to understand that you are literally a spiritual being having yeah. a natural experience. Right. And so what we try to do is it in reverse. We try to say in the natural, now I need to go oh. into the spirit. But yeah. you're, not. you're not. You're literally a spoken word that yeah. has flesh on it. You know what I'm saying? This was an idea in the mind and the heart of God. Yeah. So if that be the case, it's like I literally, I don't want to come down from that. I don't want to decompress. I, I don't want to come out. I feel that. Because what I got when I was in there was what I needed to cover me, was what I needed to sustain me. Yeah. It was what I needed to keep my heart, to keep my mind, yeah. to keep my spirit, to keep my soul. So even when I'm a worship leader and I'm a pastor and it's still like, oh, I'm at church and all that kind of stuff, you literally still have to be who you are at the beach. You yeah. have to be who you are at the, the club if Let's your friend clear. is having a birthday party. Yeah, I'm talking out. about being honest about the time that we're in and yeah. where we are. There's no decompression. It is literally I, that. It is my desire to be in the presence of God as much as I can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And stay there. And stay there. Okay. So no decompressing, mm -hmm. which I think is healthy too. Yeah. Because I find myself, I don't, I don't find myself empty after I've poured out a lot. Yeah. And that lets me know that what I did was not of me. Mm. Okay. I remember running the streets mm -hmm. and having a good time. Mm-hmm. 
and did not wake up the next day to about four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And I'm talking about had a good, good time, time, okay? Yeah. But I wasn't in the Lord. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have, I, I had a good time, but I wasn't doing anything that could feed me spiritually. Mm -hmm. I was just cutting up, having a good time. But when I think about when I do the podcast, like when I'm literally cooking a meal, like yeah. all of that stuff, I don't feel empty. I don't feel like it's a job. I don't feel like I'm, I need to escape from it yeah. or kind of decompress from it. But when I think about it, it's like the literal rest that comes mm -hmm. behind that is so peaceful. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm just... So that's what I actually thought you was going to say. I just rest. Yeah, I mean, I'm just <laughs> always... I'm literally so filled up by what I'm able to do. Yeah. Like, those encounters, like, when I know that people have gotten to a certain level in God, especially when I know that I've been able to be a conduit for the Lord to do that, yeah. I'm good. Like, yeah. I, li when I go home, I can get up the next day and do the same yeah, thing all of I never get yeah. drained. I never not want to do it. I'm going to give a thousand percent every single time you, do. you put me in front of that mic, my guts are on the ground. You do. It's real. I know. Because that's how good God literally has been. And I think that people... Yeah. Look at that as something very cliche-ish, like we say it all the time and stuff like that, but literally he has been absolutely just that good. Because it honestly could be the other way. Yeah. You know? And because we could have chosen differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to me, that scares me the most. Like, every time I think about, like, my path in life and yeah. how I decided to say, you know what, I'm just going to be unapologetic myself through God and however it's mm -hmm. received, however the people see it, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Because I'm not trying to be anything else. I'm not trying to do nothing else. I'm mm. not trying to act like I'm this Susie Rose that's, that's yeah. so perfect. No, this is me. <laughs> this is me right and here. I mean, and, and I'm in it. Embrace me. But, but, or don't. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Stay yeah. right on over there. Yeah. And I'm fine with that because what I do know is that when I call, he answers. Mm -hmm. When I speak, I feel him. Mm -hmm. So I'm good. Yeah. You know, my thing that I always wrestle with is what if I start choosing, what if I had started to choose differently and I don't know what his presence feels like? Yeah. Like when he rushes in here, like he just did not mm -hmm. too long ago, mm -hmm. I felt him. I said, yeah. oh, the Lord is here. I was going <laughs> screaming, but you were like sick and yeah. speaking. You know, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But I'm also fine with saying that. Yeah. I, and I, I think that yeah. people have to just be okay with the fact that you are who God has created you to be and be fine with that. Yeah. Like a lot of people, they literally search around like, how can I improve this or that and the yeah. other, you know, according to what they feel like people would want to see, Agreed. what people would want to consume yeah. from them. But like even myself as a worship leader, I have always been absolutely who I am. You cannot create me. You have. You can't create me to be anybody else. I'm going to go out there and be exactly who. Before I knew you, knew you, I knew you because, you know, I'm a fan. Okay. I was a fan. And then also, you at every church that I'm at, like listen, we're in DC. Listen, right. so what, what I noticed about you a long time ago, and I think this is when I first met my okay. husband, um, he asked me, Did I know you? He didn't tell me y'all had a relationship. Okay. Like, you know, that's my son. He didn't say mm -hmm. none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. he, he knew that you were at worship at the church that I was at. Mm -hmm. And he was like, What do you think about him? I said, What I know about him is that he's there to worship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if he's there to do that, I'm there too. Yeah. And he was like, what do you mean by that? I was like, there's not a praise that goes up. Mm -hmm. He's there with the intent to worship. <laughs> and that's when I was, so when I was writing and talking, I said, hold on, we got to have him on here. Just, we need the yeah. intention of I worship. Mean, that's what it is. It is the most intentional thing about me. If I can, you know, because I understand what it is and it's like totality. And yeah, I think I that people, that. <clears throat> I think that people 
kind of misunderstand like how much worship has something to do with you. It wow, is it, yeah. because we think, okay, we're coming here. There's going to be a fast song. There's going to be two slow songs. And then it's going to go to whoever's coming up before the preacher, yeah. to tell her, you know, but they're not understanding that the worship that you give to the Lord literally is your heart in surrender. Yeah. It is not the song. The song brings it back to your memory, mm -hmm. who he is. Mm -hmm. So it can center you. You know what I'm saying? But the drawing of God is you coming to him. Yeah. It is not the lyrics and the the, the 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 message inside the song. It is the drawing of God yeah. is that he sees that there is sacrifice being given to him, yeah. which is you. Like, and it's it like uh, a couple of years ago, I preached a sermon or whatever, talking about we got to be altar ready. It is literally about wow. us being sacrificed. Yeah. Like, and that's why we watch our lifestyles. That's why yeah. we watch how much we do. We do everything in moderation. Mandatory. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. because people would, you know, go in and I have a lot of thoughts about, you know, different things according to what I go according to what the word says. It says, be not drunk with wine. Do you get See, what I'm saying? Now you want to cut like, out. No, 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 we, we got to talk about it. You no, know, let's so talk that, about yeah, it. We got to talk about it because people have literally boxed the, the church in. And worshipers in and parishioners in and to a point that they're walking around in these measures of guilt that doesn't even allow them to worship. Yeah. Which which is scary to me because I think it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. I'm always I always go back to that mindset because and I go back to what I told you. I was drug church by my mother and mm -hmm. my grandmother. I mm -hmm. had to be there. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't until I think once I was I got like 29, I started questioning everything. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why I wasn't this intentional 10 years earlier, but I wasn't seeking God to be there. I was just I was just trying to do whatever I was doing. But what I what I wanted to go back to was that the the very mere fact that we don't know the word mm -hmm. for ourselves and the only manifestation of the word that we get is when we hear the preacher say if that's how God gave it to him that's how God gave it to him mm -hmm. he gave it to him to give to his people it's our jobs to go back to that word mm -hmm. study that word and show it and so it can prove it to us and and to study outside of whatever was even spoken on that particular day because your understanding of who God is yeah. gains its depth from the man of God who's there to teach it you yeah. know that's why you have prophets and that's why you follow them yeah you know all of those different components that make up that fivefold ministry that kind of give us the clear understanding about what's going on even when you need a prophetic word yeah. or you know whatever the case may be but if you stay outside of your word yeah. Yeah. And you only hear what he said. You won't even be able to test what he's saying if it's correct. Uh, it, won't, it, should, it, it should not even settle well in your spirit that you don't know the word the same way that your leader knows the word. Yeah, and I don't want to know it like he knows it because that's his gift. That's mm -hmm. how he know. I want to know it so that it's plain to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I find it funny that we have a gajillion ways that the Bible is mm -hmm. interpreted. Mm -hmm. You don't understand it this way, click that one. Mm -hmm. You don't understand the NY click that one yeah. you don't understand that one click that one because at this point in this millennium we are he said it right there he said at this point i'm giving you this bible app yeah y'all keep wanting to play y'all want to do the, the uh what's the uh what's the um the original original bible king james king james, king james. if you don't have the king james you don't understand that you right. didn't hear my word yeah. that way okay let me break these commandments and then down it gives you let the, me break like this the word message bible which is yeah. a really cool bible that's the actual because, that's yeah. actually the one that i yeah, really the like the message most. bible is really cool because it's and like new living translation new is living is too. dope as well yeah. now new living is what i was on when i was in college like 2000 oh, awesome. 
yeah. and so see what I'm saying? And then, yeah, uh-huh. so I moved. And now we just mess yeah, with Yeah, and it, it literally is because you're having a conversation. Yeah. It's like you're having a conversation with a friend. It breaks it down literally to the nitty and the gritty. If you don't understand it then, then we just going to sit you down and we can go word for word if that's what you need. Yeah. But these breakdowns are important so that the heart has a place to house God. Yeah, and then we free ourselves from judgment. Yeah. That's why I, I'm so worried about, just like you said, be not drunk with wine. Yeah, mm-hmm. because why you want to be drunk anyway? Yeah, what are yeah. you escaping from? What are you not dealing with? What in the therapy needs to go on? Listen. And stop, that's run, a, and stop running and from that's it. You just need it. help. That's just it. People think that this stuff becomes like fun. And then what actually happens is it becomes that, that a me. yeah it becomes gateway to losing yourself completely. Yeah. If you if this is what you have to do when you get up in the middle of the day, you know the latter portion of the day, and to help you sleep, yeah. that becomes a problem. You know, it and is that's a what I'm problem. saying. Anything in excess or, or you're being excessive about that is absolutely not the will and the purpose of the Lord. No. Every the scripture says everything in moderation. Yeah. Everything. Everything. E- even social media. So yes. get off of it, y'all. Yeah. Everything in moderation. I wanna I wanna before you go, because I don't mm-hmm. want to hold you too long. And I, we actually did an amazing job. I'm proud I of us. It. I love it. Right? I wanna I want you to speak to that up and coming worship leader yeah. quickly. Only because I find it so important that we get out of this show mode. Mm-hmm. I feel like pre-pandemic I was sick and tired of going to church Mm -hmm. and it wasn't because I was sick of God I was sick of the show of it all tired of getting dressed coming in here Mm -hmm. for me to feel your attitude through the mic Mm -hmm. something that you didn't even give to the Lord before you decided to touch his people with Mm -hmm. his with your words and Mm -hmm. I can't say that because I'm not a part of you know the church I'm not in the church I'm it's not my service but I want to talk to that up-and-coming worship leader who is unctioned by God to say, you know what? I know you called me to do this. Can you just speak to them? Because I, 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 I don't want my daughter to go to church and feel like she's at a show. Absolutely. Because she's not going to go no Absolutely. more. Absolutely. These, these young kids, they're not going. Yeah. And they, and they will challenge you. Because they can sense it. Yeah, because yeah. they know. and. Mm. I was talking to my niece and she said it to me. She was like, it, 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 why is the, she told me what she linked over to me. <laughs> Quick story, real cute. She linked over to me when I was in, we, we went to visit somebody's church and you know, the rumbling of the drums and the worship of the people, all of that erupted. The minute it stopped, all you heard it say, hmm. mm-hmm. my niece said, why they stop worshiping mm-hmm. out loud? And she's 12. So, yeah. you know, I looked at her, I said, because they wasn't worshiping. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's, I think that's just it. You know, real plain and simple. I, like, the reason why I love this so much with the Simple Beauty podcast is because it is worship, relationship with God, all of that stuff. People make it so deep, but it's very simple. Well, yeah. And the simplicity in that is honesty. Yeah. Our worship before the Lord has to always be honest. It always has to be curved only in the direction that God will want us to go in. So if yeah. I would give anything away to an up-and-coming worship, somebody who feels like the Lord is calling me from the back to the front to do this, is to be honest, is to be sensitive, and to absolutely, in everything that you can do, give your absolute heart away when you're leading worship. Yeah, but to God, that. not the people. Not to the people. Your yeah. responsibility is not to the, to the people. Yeah. Your responsibility is to be something that is on fire, yeah. and people can come and watch you burn, and yeah. learn how to burn like you. Yeah, you well, get what I'm saying. Be clear. That's no, just yeah. 
that's just it. My worship is always as unto God. I'm never worshiping the, the, because this is the pastor's favorite song. Yeah. I wanted to sing I this song that. because it's the pastor's favorite song because it helps him get to a particular place in his worship encounter. Yeah. But I'm not doing this for you. Circle of Bible back to where and, and I mean, I God has been dealing with me for the last five years on this book that I'm completing, and I cannot I wait, wait, I wait to finish. Either. But there's a portion in the book that kind of like dispels all of these things. You know how they tell people in church, which I think is so funny. It was like, praise God, you know, for who he is and not what he does. But he is what he does. I want both. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. No, but he is what he does. Absolutely. If, the, if I'm running around this church because the Lord just gave me a brand new house, he made that happen. I'm and he is God the provider. That's right. Do you That's get what I'm right. saying? Like he's he, God he the provider. That. So for me, it is important to go in letting people know that this worship encounter that they're having with God is important on every single level. Yeah. And if you honestly approach the Lord the way he's going to draw you in closer to him and every need that you have is going to be met. Yeah. As long as you can be honest. You Go to the Lord boldly before his throne of grace. Yeah. Repent. Give everything that you want. But worship is supposed to be something that, again, is honest, that is pure, and that is sensitive and done from the heart. And if a worship leader can do that, they'll be solid. Yeah. I love that. One more question. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to that young worship leader who is literally doing it because they know that they have the talent, but mm -hmm. they feel like their talent they probably did it for five years, okay. three years at this point, and they know that their talent is called for a greater place than they are. Okay. Can we speak to them for a second? Because yeah. I find that it's important to, I was in church one time, quick mm -hmm. story again, <laughs> and the pastor said, Pastor Joe, and i never forget this, mm -hmm. he said, some of us want God to bless us when he only he, bless us in our talents and bless him with his ministry when he only called you to have a ministry for this for this type of person mm -hmm. see because everybody's not called to minister to thousands of people every sunday some people are called to those 25 at that storefront church mm -hmm. the fact that you you merely keep on playing with god mm -hmm. trying to push his will mm -hmm. but your will is right here for this moment mm -hmm. at this time i think it's a stretch in disrespect yeah so you know, I want to kind of talk to that worship leader who feels like where they're starting is not enough for them. Let me help you. Please. The the, the key component to being able to be elevated. I love elevated. all these key components, yeah, by the I'm way. I'm talking like you know, the key on. component to that, sis, is humility. Do you hear me? I have, yeah. I feel like the only way that I've been able to do all of the great things that I've been able to do yeah. is it's like it's humility yeah. a lot of people say oh you go into the nations and i used to say don't say that to me because if i listen if i go to the nations and leave my local community like yeah. the local church that i'm in in disarray how how did god really use me you know what i'm saying like if yeah. i can't be used where i'm standing mm -hmm. and then you pick me up and you take me somewhere else and it just seems that's because they don't know anything they could be going you could be taking them to a new all of that yeah. is fine but if i can't be you know um in a sense like if i can't be effective where i'm standing you know like just be humble allow god to use it i i, I just came back from south africa yes one of did. the most incredible trips i could ever that you can worship in front of thousands of people literally too you cannot see the back of the room nah, nah. And then I come back to lead worship at my church. 
that could be on a good Sunday, a strong 50 people. Oh, awesome. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. A strong 50 people. And I lead it like I'm in front of 10,000 people. That's right. And I lead it like that because, again, my worship is as unto the Lord. As unto and the it was Lord. so crazy that you would even say this and bring this up just to, you know, plug mom again. She called me yesterday and she said, I, son, I was just sitting here and I was why And, you know, I was just thinking about all these, you know, people and songwriters and worship leaders and all this kind of stuff. These people get all these awards and stuff like that. And the Lord literally nudged me and told me that's not why I called Jarmel. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like he literally, she said, I literally call him to me because I enjoy his worship. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's what you want. You want God to be craving. Like, if you're not in prayer that week, August, you want him to be like, I miss August. Yeah, why? What's she at? You know what I'm saying? Like, you literally want to be able to be so synced with your your loved ones, with your husbands, with your wives, that you know when they haven't been in. Like, let's say you haven't been praying together. You know what I'm saying? You want to be like, you know, I normally can feel you in prayer. You know what I'm saying? That is the synergy and the heart of what you want going on. So that worship leader needs to be Contempt with where God has them That's and right. that humility and the Lord will do nothing. Listen, if you abase yourself, the Lord will take you up. I yeah, believe it. I believe it too. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so grateful that Jamel Evans have came to this podcast and, and we had a good <laughs> time. Okay. Follow him at Jamel Evans on Instagram. Yeah. He has a surrender conference, however that's going to go, okay? How yeah. we doing? We doing that virtually? Yeah, listen, it's got to be virtual. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so it's so going to be virtual yeah, conference. Be you guys, check his Instagram out mm-hmm. to keep up I with him. I am my worship. Right? I am my worship. That's I am my are. worship. Yeah, mm-hmm. but his name is Jamel Evans, so that's what's going to pop forever. up right? in worship Absolutely. forever. You guys, make sure that you follow him there. Keep up with him there. He's awesome. He's always promoting things. Actually, drop his fly in your DM. He might put it up there, okay? <laughs> and the people go, yeah. okay? Suddenly, it's his latest Billboard charted single, on, and it's available on on all digital platforms. We are so grateful that The Art of Surrender is his forthcoming book. I cannot wait till he comes back to talk about it. Yeah. Jamel, thank you thank so you. much, love brother. So much, I love you so much. So this week on Make Me Under, I'm so excited because we're falling into fall. However, I'm excited to give you this tip. Now, I'm not a fall girl. Y'all know me. I don't like it. I don't like being cold. I don't like putting on socks. I don't like nobody telling me what to do for real, for real. So with that being said, I just need to let you know that your skin tone has changed. Why has your skin tone changed? Because that little sun-kissed glow, Father God, that we get bust down to the summertime is gone, okay? Our face is not... Our face is not in a sunny season anymore, which means that our skin tone is going back to its regularly scheduled program. So that tan is gone, which means your foundation needs to go with that tan. So my advice to you is to get your second shade for the year. Unless you plan on being in the tropics, okay? Bust down via COVID. With that being said, you got to get you a different foundation because your tan is gone and you just need to change in your skin tone. A good trick is just to go down one and a half to two shades, depending on what brand you use. And then a great trip tip is that you just make sure you got two foundations. That is my tip for this week on Make Me Under. I pray that it helps you. So this is the portion of the show where we ended and we ended on a high note because it's called What Burns Me Up, Child. Was that a high note? Singers check in. All I'm saying is that What Burns Me Up can be anything to you. It can be a pet peeve like the young kids say, man, you irritating. (laughs) What Burns Me Up can be anything that's simply getting on your nerves or just threw you off a little bit. So this week on What Burns Me Up, I want to address the internet. Yeah, all of us, okay? I'm I'm not guilty of this, but I find it, 
becoming a trend. The reality is, is that nobody really knows your birthday. Nobody. The only person that knows your birthday is your friends and family. When you get on the internet and you start celebrating and you give high and you give all of these favorite things and, and, and you posting your countdowns, the countdown to your celebration is the birthday for everybody. Don't correct me when I say happy birthday to you. You want to know why? Because since you're celebrating, take your, take your things, take your happy birthdays, move on. That's all I want to say because it's very, 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 very bad. And it burns me up so bad when you correct me and say, oh, my birthday not till Monday. You celebrated today. Happy birthday. Moving on, I got one more. I cannot. Y'all got to stop selling buffalo wings. Y'all got to stop selling buffalo wings to the takeout. They get soggy. A good buffalo wing is crispy. You toss it in the sauce. You bust it down to the ranch or blue cheese. Add my celery. I don't want no more takeout buffalo wings. It burns me up so bad. So I'm just going to stop ordering them. Y'all can do what y'all doing, but I'm just saying I'm sick of them. A soggy buffalo wing. I don't want that. With that being said, I'm finished and I am done. That was not what burns me up this week. Join me over at simplebeautyworld.com well, for all things Simple Beauty. And then you also make sure that you are subscribed to Simple Beauty Podcast everywhere that podcasts are found. I'm so grateful and ecstatic that you have joined me. Remember, you can't put makeup on inner beauty. So guess what? Let's just do the work. Bye.